we discussed in a previous share that somebody who does not live in a particular city is not allowed to open up shop, whether it's a goods or service business in that particular city, if the result of his opening up shop is going to infringe on the parnasa of the local merchants, the local, the local vendors, even in a situation where he's not going to put them out of business, but if his competition is going to infringe on the bottom line of the local vendors, one is not allowed to open up shop in a city in which he does not live. And what I wanted to discuss in today's share is certain exceptions to this rule when it would be mutter for a person to open up shop, whether he's a vendor, whether he's a professional, in a, in a neighboring city, in a situation when he may indeed impact on the parnasa of others. The Gemara on Daf Chof Beis, Amar Aleph, Baba Basra, discusses the Indian of a Yom Hashuk, of traveling salesmen, of a Yom Hashuk, of a place where both people from out of town come to sell and people from out of town buy. And the Gemara says, Omeluhu, Ravina said, May Alma Osu, Ula Alma Lizvani that people who come from out of town are permitted to go ahead and sell to the out-of-towners. In the olden times, they had these fears where merchants from all over would come to sell their wares, and at the same fear, people from all over, from, all, from cities around, would come to purchase, would come to buy. And the Gemara says that the local merchants in the city where the shuk is taking place cannot complain that they are, the, the visitors are ruling their parnasa or infringing on their parnasa because since they come from out of town, they're selling from the out-of-towners, so that has nothing to do with the local commerce. And the place can explain that to go knock from door to door would be usher, because then they're trying to attract the locals. However, if they're selling to the general public, one does not have to ask, you don't have to card everybody to find out their address. They're selling, their focus is on the general public, and therefore they can continue to sell. And the assumption is that the bulk majority of the purchasers are the general public. Now today, we don't have a Yom HaShuk in this type of form, but an internet business which targets the entire world would be very similar to the situation of a Yom HaShuk. We see in the case of the Yom HaShuk that, what does the Gemara and Shulchan Aruch tell us? That the vendors aren't local, so they're, and they're selling to non-locals, so therefore the locals cannot close down the business. It's clear from the Gemara that the vendors in the cities where the purchasers are coming from do not have a right to force the purchasers to buy local. The only discussion in the Gemara and Shulchan Aruch is could the merchants in the city of the Yem HaShuk force the 
people out. The purchaser may purchase wherever he wants. He may leave town to go ahead and purchase. We may also set up a system where they are attracted to leave their city and to purchase elsewhere. And that's the whole creation of the Yom HaShuk, a central location where buyers and sellers sell, even though they're from different cities, not limited to selling to locals. And that would be similar to an internet business where the one sells to everybody, and therefore one can advertise nationally, and when one advertises nationally, if somebody wants to buy in the on wants to buy online, the local vendors in the city of the purchasers cannot force the the person who's advertising online and selling online not to advertise and to purchase. To go ahead and to advertise in a local newspaper. A, um, a advertisement which is targeted to these local people only, that would not be allowed. But as long as one is advertising to the global markets and want, someone wants to buy, the local vendors cannot close you down. And there are two other very important points which have to be made over here. It seems from this halacha, and we mentioned this in a previous year also, that there is no limitation on the buyers. The buyer's limitation, as we mentioned in the previous year, is only when the vendor is not allowed to operate, so then the buyer can't buy because he's facilitating a Dover Isser. But if a vendor wants to go, if a, sorry, if a purchaser wants to go out of town and he wants to go ahead and buy elsewhere, even though that could infringe on the local commerce, it would seem from what we're learning now, that that would be perfectly okay. And, in fact, Pesche Tshuva, Sifkotin Tess, brings a machleikas apaiskim, whether local merch, whether, whether the local locals could try to prevent other people from coming to town to buy if they feel that that will ruin the supply of their town. And Lehalacha, since it's a machleikas, one would not be able to lock them out. So, basically, what's coming out is that it's poshets, that if somebody wants to go out of town to buy, the, his local vendor cannot stop him, and even the other purchases in the city to where he's going to buy, they would also not be able to shut him out. We find today with um, COVID-19, that certain areas are easier to make chasanas than in other areas, because the restrictions imposed by the government are lighter. For example, today, as we speak, in Canada, it is very difficult to go ahead and to make a chasana, and many Canadians are coming to Lakewood, New Jersey, both of the mechatan who live in Canada, and they want to go ahead and make a chasana in Lakewood, New Jersey. Now, you have a chasana and kala, both live in Lakewood, and they're having a hard time finding holes. There's so many out-of-town chasanas being booked today 
locally that the local Hasadim and Kalas are having a hard time finding a hole. Based on what we said, it would be Alpi Halacha, the locals would not be able to take the added towers to the entire and to prevent them from making chasanas locally. If uh, Bezdin would decide Al-Takanasair, you don't want the couples engaged for so long, and therefore because of Takanasair, they would want to make such Takana, that would be a din in Bezdin. But in our sugya of unfair competition, the local Hasanim and Kalas do not have the right to push off the outer towners from making chasanas locally. If one looks at Shulchan Aruch, this halacha of the seichrim, who are the people coming from out of town, selling in the shuk, so the halacha says, the out-of-town merchants, the ones who operate in the Yom HaShuk, they cannot, the, the locals cannot prevent them to sell little by little provided that they're selling on the Yom HaShuk and they're not selling locally. The discussion in is they're selling al-yad, al-yad, they're selling retail. There are many Paiskim starts from a rush who hold that in wholesale there is no halacha of that ha'ir, people from out of town cannot compete with the locals. The Bopula Harifta says a svara that whenever we're dealing with wholesale, wholesale is always a global market. And since wholesale is always a global market, if we were to limit wholesalers to only sell in their city and not out of town, that would ruin all of commerce. So what's really coming out, and we're going to expound on this further, is that the Gintaira, to stop unfair competition, is between the, per, the, 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 the sellers, the Meichr, the Lekuchas, the buyers are basically non-limited. They can purchase out of their town, and their local vendors can't stop that. They can go to another town and buy, and the local purchasers over there can't stop that. And therefore, when we're selling wholesale, which basically is for the good of public commerce, so again, there are no limitations. Kazal recognized that if we want to have a market which operates, so we have to allow wholesalers, again, it's but we hold, we hold that a wholesaler could sell out of his local city. Which brings us to the sugya of Tevis Alakuchas. What happens if there's a clear benefit for the purchasers? They would like a competing store to open up, and the only one who at this moment wants to compete is a non-local. So the Ramah in Simon Kufnun Vav Siv Zayin says, "Yesh Aimrim the Hadib Neyo Ir Yechel Mumchais Bnei Irachers." This that a non, this that the people who live in the city could prevent somebody from out of the city competing. That's when 
the purchasers do not lose out. That they're selling at the same price as the locals. So wants to open up shop. His prices are comparable. His quality of goods is the same. So that's the case where the local can stop the non-local from competing. But if the non-locals are giving a cheaper price, or it is a more, it is a different, it's a better item, shows that the purchasers are going to gain. The, the, the sellers cannot close down the newcomers. If the Jewish population is gaining because either the merchandise is cheaper or of a better quality, so then out-of-town competition is allowed. So Machlaik Sapaiskim, whether it has to be a significant gain or even a non-significant gain, is would also allow out-of-town competition. It seems from the Lashon of the Ramah that this is a Yesh Eimrim, this is a Machlaikas, not everyone agrees. However, the Pesachayshin points out that where the quality is superior, then everybody would agree that out-of-town competition would be allowed. And this again is brings out this Yesaid, that Tevis Halakuchas, that wherever the gain is the purchaser, so that would make the competition Mutter al Halacha. And not only in goods do we find a difference in quality, but in services also that we can find someone who's a carpenter, a painter, who does superior work, or even in a lawyer or a different service provider, and superior work has the angle of Tevis Halakuchas, which is mutter. Now, the Pisgachayshin leans that in a situation where you're going to put the local totally, completely out of business, so that's still going to be usher. And what would come out is that if one has a pizza store, there's one pizza store in town, and the pizza is not the highest quality, the only way, and so if a local would like to compete, so then that would be mutter, because let the guy clean up his act. Let the, even though if he doesn't make better pizza, then he's going to be out of business, but as long as this, the, 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 the city has enough customers to support two pizza stores, so then he um, let him get himself better pizza. But if um, the person's a non-local, if you're going to put him totally out of business, then then put him totally out of business, and it's a situation where he can't um, clean up his act and um, make um, better pizza, so then um, it would seem that that would be usher. The only Eitzah would be is that the Elon could boycott. They could all decide they're not buying pizza, and then the guy would, 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 would go out of business that way, and then they could bring in another um, another pizza store. But um, to, for non-local to put the other person totally out of business, the Pesachayshin is noted that it's usher. But again, in a situation where he could clean up his act, wants his competition, if there's enough business in town to support both of them, so then 
that would um, that would um, be allowed. Provided the the final quality of the product would be a superior pr product, you'll force the first pizza store to make himself more competitive. That would be mutter al pialoha. Now, the other point which is very important over here is, and that's based on the Chazanish's understanding of a marik, and that is that wherever a person has a right, halachically he's allowed to open up. So to go ahead and to go to the authorities and to lobby that not to, to take something away from him, that would be usher. However, if the person has not yet acquired the right, so then it would be mutter to lobby not to give him the right. So, for example, if a person is in town and there's a store and somebody else wants to go ahead and open up shop to go to the authorities and prevent him from opening up, that would be usher because he has the halachic right to open up and since he has the halachic right to open up, you cannot stop him by going to the goyim to exercise that right. However, if somebody wants to move to town, and by moving to town he'll now be a local, and therefore he'll be able to go ahead and to open up shop, so then you are allowed to go ahead and to appeal to the authorities not to allow this person to move to town to open up shop. The Chazish discusses a case where somebody laid off workers. And if you laid them off in a way which is halachically permissible, now he wants to go, he hires new workers, and the first workers would like to form a picket line in order to prevent people, the new workers, from coming into the, to the, the business. Or he wants to prevent customers coming to the business. So basically the Chaznish says that since the one who fired them, if he was operating in, within the framework of halacha, in a way where it was mutter for him to fire them, so then the ones who formed the picket line are doing shaloi kedin, and to go to the authorities and to force the, to, to the authorities to go ahead and make some sort of boycott a picket line, that would be asr. As long as one is operating in the realm of halacha, a schus that he already has, then anybody who prevents him from exercising that schus is a ganif. But to prevent to prevent him from getting a new schus, that one is allowed to go to the authorities. However, it's important to note that in the times when Bezdin had full kayak, one of Bezdin's jobs was to make takanas, which are the tevasair. Today, Bezin does not operate in the, that way. But to go ahead and to lobby the authorities to do something which had Bezdin been in power, Bezdin would enforce the same, same rule then because it's a basic safety, it's basic, it's needed for basic commerce. So in such a situation, the Chassam Seifer says that of course one's allowed to petition the authorities that they should enforce and create laws, that these laws are necessary for commerce to exist or for the safety of the citizens. Obviously, one has to 
use intellectual integrity Torah perspective before one gets involved in this. Very often, when you are the nifka, when you're the one who is um, on the unhappy end, so then the negias kicks in. And anybody who starts up with you, sometimes we look at them as a meiser and a radif. So therefore, one has to speak to others to get the true perspective. But in a situation where all of commerce will fall apart, or in safety issues, Beishleim discusses a, a, a case where a person was... Um, storing gunpowder in a building which was not really um, fireproof. And the neighbors wanted to force him to put in steel doors and other safety measures. And there the Beishleimah says, look, if we had a bezin, bezin force would do the same thing. And therefore, one can go to the authorities and try to enact legislation for public safety or for public commerce and even if the person doesn't have the schus yet to take it away from him. But generally speaking, if one has the schus to go ahead and to hold back from him by force, like the picket line, or by getting the government involved, is infringing in somebody else's rights. If he doesn't have the schus, then you don't have to allow him to get a schus, which will hurt your business and hurt your interests.